friends, it's Jeff Hudson. Welcome to Relational Gravity, the podcast where I help you measure, understand, and build successful organizational relationships. Today, we're going to talk about three reasons you need a focus group. One of the most important ways we learn, one of the most important ways I learn, is by observing and listening to the people around us. The problem is, most days we're surrounded by the same people, return to the same news sources, and listen to the same podcasts. In short, we're comfortable with our own tribe. And yet our success in life, business, and service to others is completely dependent on our ability to build relationships with groups of people, call them tribes, who are very different from us. They may have had different childhoods, different education, different jobs, different life experiences, and different worldviews. At its core, that's why market research exists. We may call them segments rather than tribes. Yet understanding group behavior and motivation is essential to success in just about any field I can imagine. That gets us to the first reason why you may need a focus group. First, you have quantitative survey research results. You've done a market research survey, but you don't understand the whys in that survey. Quantifiable market research surveys can use math statistics to help us identify clusters or segments, call them tribes, Yet I'm often asked the why question as I present market research. Why do they do that? Why do they think that? Focus group research allows you to learn directly from segment members through structured conversation. And that brings us to the second reason you may need a focus group. That is, when answers to your open-ended survey questions leave you scratching your head. Adding an open-ended question to your survey can be especially helpful in understanding a response. Let's say you sell cookies online with delivery around the country. Once the treats are delivered, you send customers a satisfaction survey. The survey asks how you rate your online shopping experience, with five choices ranging from very good to very bad. Hopefully you get it very good. A satisfaction score is helpful, but a follow-up written response question, why did you answer that way, can be useful. Yet I've experienced many times when these open-ended responses don't offer a lot of help. Sometimes you get answers like, because, or that's just what I think. Even when somebody's given you a well-written, thoughtful response, you may have follow-up questions to that response. That's what focus groups allow you to do. They give you the richness of dialogue that can't be duplicated in a survey. Finally, our third reason you may need focus group research, and that is to develop a hypothesis or question for quantitative research. Sometimes an organizational challenge, your challenge, the pain you're experiencing is apparent, and the target audience seems to be well-defined. But the research question to be answered is as unclear as driving at night in a rainstorm. Research done for similar organizations like yours with similar problems can give us a good guess of what your problem may be. We call this secondary research, and we can use this research to give you an idea of what questions to ask in a survey. But sometimes your pain is just plain unique. That's when a good focus group conversation with key stakeholders, such as your customers or plan participants, can give you some insights to test later with survey research. So that leads us to a couple of other considerations. First, let's talk about what a focus group does well. The greatest strength of a focus group is the group dynamics and synergy that are sparked by a skilled moderator. And it includes structure and skill, and it's well planned out. It becomes an engaging experience that can have participants sitting on the edge of their seats, full of energy, dialoguing with you. The result can be a deep and rich understanding that adds power to your relationship-building work. But let's talk about what a focus group does not do. 
The strength of a focus group is rich insights. They can give you an understanding of survey data or provide a question or hypothesis to test with a survey. But you can't project the opinions of a dozen or so focus group participants onto a population of hundreds or thousands. That's what we do with quantitative research, using many responses and statistics. Like survey research, misused focus groups can add significant risk to your marketing or relationship building efforts. So that leads to the next question. Hasn't the pandemic killed focus groups? And the answer is no. In the age of COVID-19, the question is, is it safe to do focus groups? I can't give you a definite yes or no to that question. Much of it depends on the status of the pandemic in your area at the time you're doing research. You'll want to be aware of local regulations and the comfort level of potential participants. They may be just plain uncomfortable getting together in a small group, but there's some alternatives. I've done face-to-face computer-aided focus groups for most of my career. While I've always had technology in the mix, I've relied on moderation skills to keep it a personal and synergistic experience. I'll have to admit to being highly skeptical of online focus groups until I tried them. I was surprised to find them highly effective. Better yet, participation is not necessarily limited to a particular time or place. In the past, a significant challenge to focus groups was recruiting people to attend at a specific location on a set date and time. I found that online focus groups ease the recruiting challenge, and the pandemic has taught many people to become more comfortable with simple online dialogue, which is what we do with online focus groups. So let's sum up the three reasons focus groups may be a good idea for you. First, you have quantitative survey results, but you don't understand the why behind those results. You need a conversation. Second, answers to your open-ended survey questions leave you scratching your head. Again, you need a conversation. And finally, you need to develop a hypothesis or question for your quantitative research, and you're not sure how to get there. A focus group can help. That's it for today. Remember your questions fuel this podcast. Please visit the contact page at relationalgravity.com and send me your questions or comments. Thank you for listening to another Relational Gravity podcast. Remember, it's about relationships always. Always.